thank you. Well, well, well. Beautiful people, best damn nation. Can you hear me now? Can Absolutely. you hear me now? Absolutely. Good. Welcome to the show. Uh, you can be anywhere in the world, but you ain't. You right here watching your boys every Wednesday, and we appreciate you watching the best damn wrestling podcast. My name is Brian Renegade, and with me, I have the best damn wrestler. Period. Point blank. This man is a wrestler. He is a grappler. He is a striker, a boxer, a father. Uh, if they needed to recast Apollo Creed, this man will play Apollo Creed. <laughs> he is a real-life superhero. He does everything. To us, he is everything. Introducing the one and only. <laughs> Mr. Everything Victor Andrews. <laughs> Yo, I can't with you today, man. <laughs> what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, beautiful people? Best damn nation. I'm sorry I've been absent for the last couple of weeks, but a brother got to pay bills. Hey, man, it's, it's okay pay. and this understandable, but we all got to pay bills out here in these streets. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, harder and harder, but we make it happen, Jack. We make it happen. <laughs> oh, man. Go ahead and give us a rundown of everything that you got going on, Mr. Everything, since you're doing everything. Man, do we even have time for this? <laughs> everything I got going we can, on? We can carve uh, out some time. Uh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna keep it nice and short and quick and beautiful. Uh, I have a mental health movie that's being filmed right now. It should be released within the next two weeks. Um, getting prepared for a wrestling movie starring myself and superstar Rome, my little man, my son, my little tag team partner, my manager, my motivation. Um, just getting ready to wrap up another movie called... I don't even know what the title of the movie is, is, is right now because we done, we done changed it so much. Um, but we always, we're almost done. We got one more scene to film, and that's going to be out and put on Tubi and any type of platforms we can um, possibly put it on. Uh, still working, doing the old 2 Fitness personal training. So if you need a personal trainer, someone that can whoop your daddy's ass and be your mama's favorite wrestler, now I'm the man you want to call. Um, let's see. What else? What else? What else? Uh, parties and, and meet and greets all this weekend. Uh, basketball this Sunday. Uh, basketball game this Sunday, wrestling this Saturday, Sunday, wrestling Wednesday. Man, I'm all over the place. Going to Canada in the fall, doing everything, man. Being missed everything because if you can't be missed everything, if you can't do everything. So that's what I'm doing. What about you, El Capitan, El Chief of the Best Dumb Wrestling Nation, Mr. Brian Renegade himself? Renegade, what you got going on there, brother? Oh man, I got everything and, and a whole lot of nothing going on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no man, uh, I'm I'm working, man. Um, I, I run a uh, mental health agency with my mother and my my sister called Straight Walk Family Services down in Rocky Mount. So, uh, just making sure that people get some of the services and mental health services that they need. Why you think? Why you think I'm so philosophical? Mm -hmm. Where do you think I get it from? There it is. <laughs> there it is, right there. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, man. I also have my organization, uh, Blue Hearts for Autism, and uh, we rocking and rolling with that thing, and we uh, providing resources for families that have autism, man. And so uh, we are uh, fundraising. We are you know, throwing events. We got some things coming up, man. Uh, we got coffee, fresh ground coffee. You know what I'm saying for you? When last time you had some freshly roasted, freshly ground coffee? You know what I'm saying? I, now, I but anyway, uh, <laughs> it's a different flavor, brother. It's a different flavor. <laughs> but we uh we uh got some coffee for sale for charity, man. And so uh, I got a lot of stuff going on. Of course, I got the best damn wrestling podcast. You know what I'm saying? We we doing this thing and we we getting this thing cracking, man. Uh, but I got a lot on my plate, brother. A whole lot of things on my plate. But I'm hungry. <laughs> That's I got to think. If you got a lot of stuff on your plate, you got to be hungry. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? I guess I'm giving you a word of the day a little early. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely. I take it. Take it all day. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, listen, brother, we got to talk about some things, man. There's a lot of stuff that happens in wrestling. Um, and, you know, we got to do this each and every week man beautiful people it's my favorite segment you know how it goes down we gotta do it each and every wednesday it's hot topics sir man let's go over uh to smackdown mm -hmm. uh it was some things that happened on smackdown <laughs> smackdown was a little heck luster um it could have been, it could have, I wanted more wrestling. I think, you know, all these talking segments are great, uh, but I'm, I'm looking for more wrestling matches on SmackDown. Hmm. Uh, and I think they take up a lot of their time kind of setting, trying to set up characters, but for some reason it just takes so so long. And, and then when you do have a good match, it seems like it's a lot of time in between matches. You know hmm. what I'm saying? So I would just me personally. I love storyline. You know, we talk about storyline every time we come on here. But uh, I, I just want a little bit of more matches. You know what I'm saying? Uh, less segments. That's okay. how I feel about it. But anyway, man, uh, we got to talk about one big segment that I was excited about. And I know a lot of people were very excited to see. Uh, backstage, man, uh, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins was standing outside. Right, I know you're leaning back because you know where I'm going. <laughs> you know where I'm going. You don't need me, uh, uh, Google Maps to know where I'm going with this. Exactly. Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins was outside. They was like, "Oh, when he gonna pull up? When he gonna pull up?" All of a sudden, a black limousine just pulls. I don't know who's still rising black limousines. You know what I'm saying? That's who's still stretch limousines at that. Even <laughs> on still uh, black limousines. Eh? <laughs> well, a long stretch black limousine pulled up in it, and uh, the one and only Bobby Lashley came out suited and booted. You know what I'm saying? Looking like uh, a million bucks. We've been wait wanting to know where Bobby has been uh, the last couple of weeks, man, since he's got drafted to uh, SmackDown. We haven't really seen Bobby. So this was kind of the first appearance that we've seen of Bobby and he just so happened to pop up with Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford. I remember a couple of months when they had uh, they tagged up, and I was like, man, they look good together. Uh, you know, Montez Ford and, and Bobby Lashley both have that military bond, uh, and then Angelo Dawkins, they just, they just seemed like they would fit, and they would really bring personality to Bobby. 
is this the second coming of the hurt business? That's yes. what inquiring minds would like to know. When I said it and I put it online and then I put a little picture up, I got crucified. <laughs> why all the black people got to be in one group? <laughs> why Why you got to have MVP and the Street Profits and Bobby together? Now everybody is on the Hurt Business train. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've been wanting to see this thing for a long time, man. But I'm I'm so excited where this is might where it might go. I'm hoping that they don't mess it up. That's my thing. If they do uh so happen to have it. Mr. Everything, what do you think about this meeting between Bobby Lashley, Montez Ford, and Angelo Dawkins? Well, it definitely raises a lot of ears, a lot of eyebrows and trying to figure out what exactly the WWE is planning and, and where they're going to go. And where does it leave Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin? Where does MVP come into play? Because we haven't seen him in a very long time. We haven't seen Omos in a very long time. Um, and then, you know, we we also mentioned, uh, I can't never remember that boy name. He was the NXT champion. Uh, Carmelo Hayes. Yes, we also mentioned him and his boy being alive, Bobby Lashley as well. So, um, it's it's a lot of things that can happen. It's going to be making it's making it very interesting. I was very surprised myself to see that whole segment with them walking up, suited and booted. They were dressed down, ready to go, and and, and uh, Bobby Lashley welcomed them. You know, with a big bright smile, and was like, "Come on, let's go and uh." enjoy the night so it's interesting man i I can't wait to see what happens now i'm I'm gonna play the lp card are they gonna let these black men do black men things and not just more shucking jive uh jigaboo type stuff like let let men like like when the first when her business first came on the scene it had nice suits it was well distinguished they went out there. They talked very well, you know. And when it when the time came, they got a little rough. They got a little rugged, but they walked in look like and looking like men. You know what I mean? So that's that's my main thing is with the uh, the new hurt business or hurt two point or whatever they're gonna call it. Um, they're gonna let them be men. I gave I gave them a name, and I kind of took a fan poll of what you know name sounds good. Uh, there were two names that really stuck out. Uh, one of them was the Almighty Prophets. And I like that name. I thought that was kind of cool. I went a different route with it because I wanted to give a little little character, man. So um, I went. I was just thinking that. I was just thinking that. And that, that fits completely. Yes. Yes. Street. Yes. Business. Yes. 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 I like it because it's a lot of different ways they can go with that. Exactly. Um, Bobby Glassley can really do like a uh, be like a power character, almost like a, my man Ghost. You know what I'm saying? That type of character, giving it some personality, man. I think that street business is a good name. Like I said, some people like the Almighty Prophets. I heard different names kind of being thrown around, but personally, I like the name Street 
business, man. So, you know, we'll see where that goes, man. I'm excited to see uh, the Street Profits do their thing, man, especially having Bobby Lashley right there uh, as a real powerhouse threat. And and if, honestly, if you're going to put a tag team together with a powerhouse player, I think this dynamic fits because they do. It's not like three random guys being put together. Like I said, Montez Ford and Bobby Lashley share that military background. All of them are, are athletes. Uh, uh, Bobby and uh, Dawkins, they share that wrestling background, that, um, that amateur wrestling background. So I think that the street profits with Bobby Lashley could be uh, a really serious threat on SmackDown to everybody if done right. Yes. Yes. I say that again. If done right. They got it right the first time with the hurt business. And then they dropped the ball. I guess it was some inner turmoil. They were fighting Bobby uh uh Bobby uh Shelton and Cedric couldn't get on the same page for some reason. Now they're on the same page, but it's too little too late. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, I hated that they broke them up the way that they did because they were at the height of their popularity. I had just bought a Hurt Business shirt. <laughs> now that shit is in the closet getting ashy because I can't, I can't wear it <laughs> because they broke up the team way too fast. Yeah. Nobody asked for that. Nobody wanted that. Um, and then I thought they were going to bring it back. They've been doing little hints. I think if the if they really want to make a real faction, somebody, uh, a group that's that's really uh, competitive and comparable to the Judgment Day and the Bloodline, bring MVP, Omos, Bobby Lashley, and the Street Profits together. And form the new hurt business. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Now, will they give the fans what they want? I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's the Mr. thing Everything. With, with WWE. You know, they, they have a tendency in giving us what we want sometimes, and sometimes it's, it doesn't work out too well. What we want doesn't really fit the mold of what storytelling would, would be. Um but then sometimes they do some things that we don't just we don't agree with. And then after a while we're like, oh well, I do kind of like this. You know, this does fit. This does work. Um so yeah man it's 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 gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see how it all works out. Um I mean you got amazing mic skills with Montez and, and Dawkins. Um you you can't stop that. Uh, Bobby Lashley does not need to speak very much. If he if this is the route they're gonna go, don't let Bobby talk on the mic. Let the others do all the talking. Let him be the man, like like you said, the ghost or kingpin or whatever he want to be. Let him be that background player that comes out and be like you know what, I don't have to put my hands on you, but if I do, it's a wrap for you. Right. Yeah, man. Uh, I think they got gold right now with with this whole thing and it's getting it got me excited but then i was like i i kind of got i was like i got excited but i didn't want to get too excited because i this has happened before 
Now his kind of been hitting that foreshadowing, and it just didn't. It just didn't hit. Yeah. Like, now his here's the thing I don't want to see happen. If they do form this faction, right? I don't want to see tag titles in that faction. I think the tag title thing has been overdone with the Street Profits. I don't. I don't. I don't want to see that. I would rather see them have singles titles. To show more of a dominance with singles runs, you know what I'm saying? Like it shows, like yeah, we can hold each other down together, but individually we all have, you know, we're all a threat individually, you know. So I mean, that, we've that's seen a, that's a stiff, that's a stiff statement to kind of kind of make, man. To be honest with you, it seems like um, the. Um, the tag team champions right now, Sammy and KO, are mainly on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there's technically no belts, tag team belts on SmackDown right now. This is true. Um, you have a lot of people vying for the United States Championship, which uh, right now Austin Theory is holding. But you have some really stiff competition in that that race for the United States championship. So who do you put that at uh, at that at that place? Do you put Bobby there, or do you put Montez Ford there, or do you put Angelo Dawkins there? Because there's really only one. <laughs> to be honest with you, there's only one credible championship on SmackDown right now. And that's the women's title. Yeah. Roman isn't there. He isn't competing. He, I mean, he's doing the storyline with Jey Uso and the bloodline, which is masterfully done. No, and no, and no other medium has a storyline like this going on for three years. Three years. They made one storyline that went on for three years. Years you can't. There is none. Mm-mm. There is none. There's been rivalries, and there's been even, you know. I can't even uh, say like Hogan and Savage, or Hogan and, and Warrior, and those were long. And those those, those were, were long, but those were but not three yeah, years. Most of the most of that stuff started in the territory, and then it came to WWE yeah. when they had cable, and then they started. Showing these uh, these rivalries, but story time from 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 the start to the finish in a three year length. There is no other storyline that's that long. Yeah, that's that masterfully done. That is setting up the rest of the family for success. We've never seen anything like this. Well, yes, we have the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what they are. They are the Avengers. <laughs> but the, I think the thing that we criticize is like, okay, now we have the bloodline storyline, which this is this is how crazy this storyline is. The storyline is so good they are showing it during taping of Monday Night Raw. They're showing the bloodline storyline on Monday Night Raw. There's there's there are two competing brands. Mm-hmm. I'm just make I'm make trying to make this make sense for you. 
They're two competing brands, even though they're under the same company. They're two competing brands. Now, usually they'll show in a commercial what's happening on SmackDown. But during an actual portion of the show, they mm -hmm. carved out time to tell the Bloodline storyline. No other storyline is doing that. Mm -hmm. Well, they are carving out time in the show to show what happened on SmackDown. SmackDown ain't doing that. Right. right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, to be honest with you, man, I, I, I really um, this. let's go ahead into it, man. We got to talk about uh, Jay Uso's confrontation, man, with Solo Sokoa and Paul Heyman that he had on, uh, <laughs> on SmackDown, man. Uh, Jay came out, cut a very uh, passionate promo. You know what I'm saying? On Roman Reigns. I'm saying, hey, you took my brother away from me. Now I got to get you. Um, to both of my brothers. saying, I'm going to show you who's the real tribal chief. And Jay Uso looks like he want all the smoke with Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. um, Solos Corey Paul Heyman came out. Paul Heyman told Jay, hey, it's your fault that your brother is hurt. You were in line to be the next tribal chief. It's your fault that your brother got hurt. Mm -hmm. I blame you and I will never forgive you. Roman Reigns blames you and he will never forgive you. Your daddy, Rakishi, he will never forgive you. Solo Sakawa took the microphone. Leaned in. I'll never forget. Now let's let's take this let's take a beat right there. Did you notice how Solo asked for the mic though? Yeah, he did. You see I how he asked for, for it. Who else does this motion? Oh, Roman Reigns. Roman oh. Reigns. And I and I feel like that's something like only a tribal chief would do. Like just hand out his hand and say, you know what, just. Do what I'm telling you to do. It's like uh Planet of the Apes. Remember Planet of the Apes? When the ape would go and ask for permission for something and he would put his hand out a certain way. That's what it what it gives to me. Like he's like Paul Heyman's like the respect level of this is what you're asking for, I'm gonna give it to you. And solo had that that strong prestige and that presence, like I'm asking for something and you're gonna give it to me. Just like a Roman Reigns would do. And that whole segment, the whole scenario, the whole interaction just played so beautifully. And then Paul Heyman finally, finally, I can't tell the last time he actually took one, actually took a bump. Well, no, the last time he took one, he took the Superman punch from Roman. He took it. Anytime Paul, lately, the, the bumps that Paul has taken has been from Bloodline members. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, he took uh, a nice bump from from Jay Man, a nice kick to the face. Uh, Paul, Paul, Paul know how to stay there. <laughs> Paul, if don't nobody else know how to sell, boy, Paul Heyman was selling a Paul had like he got shot. <laughs> he just laid out. <laughs> just got laid out. But man. This is this is a, a very intriguing storyline. I want to see where this goes. And ultimately, man, I hope that Jimmy uh, and J Jimmy comes back 
Uh, but I hope that Jay takes that championship off of Roman because honestly, that's the only person that I can see doing that is the uh, supporting character, which is Jay Uso. Mm-hmm. Now here's you know here's the thing: they if Jimmy comes back, he needs to come back during that match. He does not need to come back before during that match and let that be either Jay win the belt on his own and Jimmy comes out and celebrate with him or Jimmy helps him get the belt. I would rather Jay do it on his own because that's what the story is now. Jay being able to do all these things on his own. Now there's stories and rumors of another member of the family possibly coming to WWE and getting involved in the storyline. They really don't need it. They don't need it because then you're going to add too much of a a big civil war type thing like they did with the Avengers when Iron Man had his group and Captain America had his group and it's going to cause too much of a uh, a rip in the WWE in my opinion. You know, it's going to be like, okay, well, what are, we, what are the rest of, because all the rest of the time is going to be like, okay, what are we here for? You got this big storyline going on with the bloodline and the Usos and, and the Romans and the Reigns and the Anawais and, and the, uh, everybody else. What do you have us here for? You know, so I don't, I don't, I don't feel like they need to add any more anyone else to the uh, to the stage because the story is already set and everything is, is ready to go. I think they just need to just play it out correctly and let Jay have his moment. Yeah, man, I, I really want Jay to have this moment, man, because lately uh, when Jay has been having his moment, he fires everybody up. And I love seeing Jay get excited, man. He still struggles on the microphone a little bit, I will have to say. It is little, he does have little pauses. He's not as fluid as he should be. But I think that Jay Uso got the juice. I think that Uso got the juice to get it done. But you know what? I like I like the pauses that he does take because it shows more of the realism of um, the emotion behind what's going on. Like he's showing a, a conflicted mentality. Like, am I supposed to be in this position? Should I say what I want to say? Should I let it go? Am I supposed to do this against my cousin? Am I supposed to be this against my brother Solo and all these different things? Like Jay has a lot of conflicted things going on in his mind. And I think that's going to uh, boil over if and when Roman does accept that match and they have that match. I really feel like Roman is going to play on his emotions and that's what's going to send Jay over the top and say, you know what? Screw emotions. It's time to get you and I'm going to get you. And, and that's what's going to help him win the belt. Oh, man. I hope that does happen. Uh, best damn nation, go in the comment box. Light us up, man. Let let us know what you think about uh, Jay Uso versus Roman Reigns, man, and this whole bloodline storyline. Matter of fact, let me go out to the best damn nation real quick. Uh, let me see, Slim Majors, what's up, homie? Uh, Slim Majors off of YouTube, man. He's saying I was at SmackDown and Jay had the crowd lit. Yes, I was there. I absolutely too. believe that, man. Um, Jay Jay is is one of those guys, man, that we, we don't talk about a whole whole lot, but he has been pushing the envelope 
for what a wrestler, entertainer, actor is supposed to do in this ring. He is really setting the bar and, and creating a Hall of Fame career for himself. And he's already has a Hall of Fame career, but as a singles competitor, I think that the next two years will be the year of Jay Uso, man. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the last two years have kind of been <laughs> the year of Jay Uso. Um, and, and Roman Reigns and the whole bloodline, man. But uh, I love the storyline, and I, I would love to see more elements added to it instead of it just ending. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's that's just uh, how I feel. Let me go back out uh, to the best damn nation, man. Victor Nash. What's going on, Mr. Uh, Victor Nash? He has a question. Do you see facing what's left of the bloodline at Survivor Series. I guess I, I'm, I'm. I guess I'm gonna take that as: Do I see the bloodline facing each other at Survivor Series? Who? Who do we? Who do we see? Who do? Okay. Yeah. Who do you see facing? Okay. Who do you see was? Who do you see facing what's left of the bloodline at Survivor Series? I got you. My bad. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> uh, um, man, that is a good question. If we had to do brand versus brand, I guess it would be Judgment Day versus whatever is left of the bloodline. Mm -hmm. If they were to do a faction versus faction thing, I can definitely see that going on, man. Because uh, the uh, the Judgment Day, man, they are firing on all cylinders, man. Uh, I'm going to talk about them in a minute when I go over to Raw. Um, but I think that Judgment Day versus bloodline is eventually going to happen. Um, if it does, like I said, we got to see what happens with Jay. We got to see what happens with Jimmy. And if the rest of the bloodline, the only members that's left that's in the bloodline is Solo and Roman. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even know if they would have that match unless they introduce some new members over into the bloodline. But if they do, uh, we do a Raw versus SmackDown. I, I would hope if they doing Survivor Series that they would go old school and just pick five of the top stars from SmackDown versus five of the top stars from, from Raw and do Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. I love those because you see different team dynamics and different people uh, going against each other, man. There's been some times, man, where SmackDown had, had some horrible... Like, I remember one year... Team Raw had all monsters. <laughs> yeah, everybody was over seven seven feet tall, damn near. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You had it was like Great Kali, uh, Mark Henry, Big Show. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it was Kane. I, I want to say Undertaker. Maybe I'm wrong, uh, but I just know it was just a team full of monsters, and I'm like. How in the hell are they supposed to overcome <laughs> this <laughs> challenge? You know what I'm saying? But I would love to see Raw versus SmackDown team versus team doing like that. If you're not going to do that in Survivor Series, then do um, faction versus faction. And maybe we'll see some new factions pop up within the next year, man. Uh, well, before Survivor Series. So maybe within this month and next month, we'll see one or two other factions pop up. You know what I'm saying for the Survivor Series match, man. But uh, we shall see, uh, Mr. Everything. Let's go over to actually, I'm gonna go back out to the best damn nation because I saw a question, uh, that was good. Victor Nash, 
on YouTube. He says, are you ready? I said, are you ready? Uh, Blood and Guts, the Elite versus BCC. Double ring, double cage. Let's go. I know a lot of people are excited about this, and we just talked about faction versus faction, man. Uh, the Elite on AEW and the Blackpool Combat Club uh, have their 505. Each one of them have their members, and they're set and ready to go, man. And I think that this is going to be uh, a banger of a match. I know uh, AEW fans are looking forward to this thing. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a good fight. Um, and if we're talking storyline, I guess the storyline is, you know, they just hate each other. <laughs> I guess the two individual teams hate each other. And uh, Blackpool uh, Combat Club has been carving uh, a wave of destruction in AEW, man. They've been pretty much destroying everybody and looking really good while doing it. You know, John Moxley is bleeding all over the place, but he likes that. So, uh, let us know what you think, Mister Everything. What do you think about this match, man? This uh, this blood and guts match, the Elite versus the Blackpool Combat Club. Who do you think is going to take out the W, man? And uh, I know a lot of AEW fans are excited about this. Would you, as a wrestler, how do you prepare for a match like that? You you don't. <laughs> 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 you don't. It's one of those situations. It, it don't matter what you do, how much training you do, how much uh, how much vitamins you eat, and how many prayers you say. Once you get in that ring, it's a different situation. Once you take that first hard smack against the cage and everything else, it's a whole different situation. Um, you just got to pretty much go in there and truthfully, you got to depend on your people. You got to make sure you got a good crew that's going to have your back um through the entire thing uh hey man listen <laughs> uh well wishes to everybody involved in that match because nobody's gonna come out the same the way that they walked in um you know especially with uh everything every individual involved is has been through you know they've had matches together they've been all over the world beating each other up um this is gonna be something serious um, I could see, I could see the elite coming out on top with this one, only because they're the elite, not because they're better than BCC. That, that's your own. That is your only. That is the only. They're the, they gonna come out top because they're the elite. Because they're the elite. It's not because they're better <laughs> than the BCC. It's only because they are the elite, and they're like, well, we're going over today. That's just it. Oh man, I think that this. Let me ask you another question. I think that this is uh, quickly becoming one of those matches that is a, a feared type of match, right? Within the within the wrestlers, I think that a lot of people are excited. What can happen since the first one happened? Um, and there's so many possibilities of what you can do creatively as a wrestler, but there's so many, so much danger in this match, also. And I look at it like the new hell in the cell. For some reason, they have cartooned PG-13 the hell out of the hell in the cell match. It has really lost its violence and its reputation. Um, it's just a regular cage match to me now. And it's, it's, it's not the fear of 
whenever someone would say, I want you with a hell in a cell, people genuinely were like, oh, snap, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I, I'll do it. I know it's going to carve years off my career because mm-hmm. of all of the people that came before them, especially Mick Foley and uh, The Undertaker, how they brought that hell in a cell match to the, the peak of danger and and just 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 good old hardcore wrestling mm-hmm. and they no one has touched that match since everyone has tried everyone, everyone has tried, tried. Uh, uh triple h and mankind they tried uh shane mcmahon tries so hard tried so, so hard damn damn they broke himself in half <laughs> jumping off the yeah, Shane has had some some great Hell in the Cell matches, also. But you know, nobody—I repeat, nobody, buddy—has had the commitment Mm-mm. that Mick Foley had in that match. That man died twice and came back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with a whole tooth in his nose. You just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just dangling, smiling. I was like, "Come on, man." Uh, nobody has has brought the violence that that match needs, and I think the AEW has been doing some really creative things uh, with playing around with the death match uh, and just doing like dot collar matches, different different things that has a little bit of uh, brutality with it. But I, I think that the Hell in the Cell match has definitely lost its uh, its fireman as far as a, a, a feared match. But in AEW, I would assume that this blood and guts type of match would have that same effect. Do you think so? Well, uh, it's pretty much more so of like a war games type deal. I don't know. We have two, two rings, cage all the way around. <clears throat> and um, I mean, these guys, you're, you already know their, their, their MO, you know, Hey man, you, you bleeding tonight. Yeah, man. As soon as I walk to the ring, <laughs> on the way to the ring, I'm bleeding on, on the way to the ring. Anybody touch me just to win, just, one across my forehead and I'm I'm cut open, busted open. Um so it, it's it's gonna be that type of match. But it one thing about AEW that we talk about all the time, nothing the storyline. They said so they are just being there doing stuff for the sake of doing it. And you're gonna say, you know what, this is gonna be uh, in the words of Logan Paul, yeah, this is my one time I'm gonna actually quote Logan Paul. I'm looking right at the camera with this one. This is my one time I'm gonna quote Logan Paul. Everyone wants to go viral. Everyone wants to go viral. That's that's the age that we live in now. Everyone wants to go viral. So um, just don't catch a virus in the mix of doing that. <laughs> just don't, just don't, bring, don't bring it back home. Yeah, don't bring <laughs> it around here. I don't know. Come around me coughing. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I think that this, uh, this blood and guts match is going to be really, really good. Uh, we got another question. Uh, from Victor Nash on YouTube, man. He said, do you see anybody getting tossed off the top of the cage tonight? Of course, someone would get tossed off, thrown off, flipped off, you know what I'm saying, pushed off. Somebody's going to fall off the top of that cage tonight. That's It's almost uh, uh, guaranteed with this type of match. I can definitely see that happening. Um, so best damn nation go on our pages man you know we got them scrolling at the bottom of the page uh let us know what you think about the the match tonight the blood and guts match um you know we kind of broadcast during aw but uh just let us know what you think what you're excited about uh and then next week you know, we can talk about 
what happened after that blood and guts match. Let's go over to Monday Night Raw, man. Uh, we had an interaction between Brock and Cody. Uh, <laughs> Cody came out, could have promo on Brock Lesnar. Um, I don't know. He gives Brock way too much respect and credit, man. Um, I think he should just go out there and just talk junk about it and just take his ass with him like a man. Don't give him all kind of uh, uh, brandishments and, and, and all kind of compliments and stuff and be like, but it's an honor to fight you. The man, don't nobody wants to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, Cody called out Brock. Cody was in his hometown. He was feeling himself. Family was out in front. You know what I'm saying? His mom was sitting there front and center. While he called Brock out, Brock didn't come. Next thing you know, Cody turned his back. Brock's music hit. Cody like, come on. Let's go. He he, he put up his boots. Come on. <laughs> like he put, put him up. Put him up. <laughs> he, put, he put up his dukes waiting for Brock. And then the music went off. He was like, what the hell? What, what's going on? He So he started walking up the ramp. Brock's music hit again. Cody went to meet Brock in the back. I don't know why he do that. We just seen the chair just get thrown out uh, onto the ramp. And then Brock drags Cody and throws him onto the ramp. Picks up the chair and wears his ass out like somebody mama. All the way down the ramp. Picked up Cody. Slammed him into the uh, the pole. Uh, then f 5 him. In front of his mama. Got up. Put a Kamora lock on him. Uh, Brock was really trying to hurt mm-hmm. Cody. Mm-hmm. Like, those were not small blows. Everything that Brock did looked like it hurt. Everything looked like it hurt. His mama started to talk junk to Brock, and then Brock gave her this look, and she turned her head. She was like, you suck! You suck! Brock said, she was like, <laughs> she shut up real quick. She shut up real quick. She was saying you won't let smoke. But I know it had to be hard for her to sit there and watch her son, her baby boy, get mutilated in front of her. And she's, you know, she's tough, man. You know, that's, you know. But, man, that had to be hard for her and the family to watch Cody just get stomped out. Uh, And then Brock looked at Cody and said, challenge accepted. See you at SummerSlam, bitch. <laughs> walked off. You know Man. what? Truthfully, the family didn't get the reaction that they need to. They and and I think Brock just needed to do a little bit more in honesty. Because if you if you're gonna challenge me and you're still gonna give me respect, I'm just gonna come out and beat your ass. That's that's just it. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna beat you down. And I, I feel like Brock should have did a little bit more right in front of his mother. Like he should have been like right here in front of her, had his face up. Like you see your son, you see your son. Don't leave me alone. Don't leave me alone. <laughs> and she's like, you leave, you let my son go. And then wham, wail on his ass and look at her like sitting <laughs> and make Cody get to a point of rage. Like that's my mother. And jump on Brock and as much as he can. And then Brock picks him up and slams him around. You know what I mean? Or the guy that was sitting next to his mom, you know, if he was able to do it, Brock grabbed his ass, snatched him over the barricade. 
you know, some something added a little bit more extra. And then like the whole the whole music, and then I come out after my music plays and all. I'm, I'm to the point now, and we, we see it too much. We see it too much. Why can't you just come out and just be like, yo, so what's up? You you running your mouth? What you want to do? And let it melee like that. Like the whole music playing and all. He got to get it off, man. And this, this is his hometown. You know what I'm saying? He had to, he had to feel himself a little bit. And the crowd was singing. I'm not talking about Cody. I'm talking about Brock. The whole oh, Brock, yeah. Brock's music playing and he comes out. You, you should just have I like that because I thought it felt like it felt like a cat and mouse game. Like Brock was was playing, like toying with Cody. Even when Brock was beating Cody ass, he was still toying with Cody. It was like it was like watching a lion play around with a mouse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was like, all right, the mouse started scratching the lion, and then the lion just like, <laughs> he was smacking. Cody with that chair. Did yeah, you not it, hear them it, chair shots, Jack? Listen, he had he he was in the uh in the aisleway, and one he couldn't really swing the way he wanted to because of fans right there. So mm -hmm. he, he swung and hit him. It was like tap because it was ah. Bro, I was like, no, nah, that ain't hard enough. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, <laughs> why? What did he do to you? <laughs> We were trying to see if we cared about the match. I think that this match don't need no story. It don't really, I mean, the buildup is already there. I just think they gonna fight. And I yeah. think that Brock is gonna just, just maul Cody. I think that Cody is still gonna find a way to pull off the win. But I really think that he is going to get hurt <laughs> in this match. Uh, and we shall see it. Listen, man, I got to talk about uh, another match that happened on Monday Night Raw. We had Matt Riddle versus Gunther. Woo! Man, listen, people don't give him... I know I wish LP was here because he hates Matt Riddle's guts. <laughs> <laughs> but he got to give Matt Riddle his credit. Matt Riddle versus Gunther was a match that I did not know my need to see, but I'm glad I saw it because he, uh, Matt Riddle, really put on a clinic and put on the show and really showed that he's a submission expert. He is very dangerous in that ring. Um, he's adapted one of my favorite moves, which is the ankle lock, which I've seen some people do it and it pissed me off. But I think that Matt Riddle does a pretty good ankle lot, even though he ain't never tapped nobody with it yet. Um, but I thought that match was good. Uh, Gunther's chest was good. Matt Riddle was chopping some ch like chopping Gunther. I saw the little blood that pop up in his chest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but Gunther was just his chops are on another level. Every time it hit, it just sounded like a shotgun go off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, ultimately, Gunther Man ended up pulling off the win. Now he mm -hmm. hit Matt Riddle with a, chop, a couple of chops, man. Uh, and then ended the match with a Tyrannosaurus uh, drop kick. And uh, 
a soggy ass power bar. I don't know why he do his power bar like that. I don't, I don't he, know. He do his power bar like he folded laundry. Like <laughs> he just hey, let me fold him over real quick. <laughs> he just his power bomb looks so soggy and soft. You what know was, what I'm saying? What but he's finishing before that, man, and then. I guess they scared to get back up. That's what I, I guess. After feeling some chops, you like now? Screw it. What was his finisher before that? What was he using at NXT? Because it uh, wasn't he. He was using. What was he? He was. He wasn't using that power bomb. He was using uh, something else. He need to go back to that. Whatever it was he was using before, he need to go back to that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. He he just kind of adopted the power bomb. He's always kind of had it in his his thing, but I can't really remember what his his finisher was at the at my mind. Uh, Best animation. If you remember what Guther's finisher was uh, while he was UK champion and uh, NXT champion, please let us know in the comment box, man. Um, look, we running against time a little bit, but we have new women's. Tag team champions, Chelsea Green, Sonya Deville, that pulled it off and beat Raquel Rodriguez and Liv fairly. One, two, three. I have to admit that before the match, before Raquel and Liv went out there, they had a face-to-face interaction with the one and only Rhea Ripley. And Real was like, oh, y'all going to take their everybody? What about me? And Raquel was like, yeah, even you. And then Liv <laughs> on the corner talking about, <laughs> you know what, Rhea, every time you come, we just go. Real Ripley went back here. Bah! I'm talking about hit her ass with a solid, <laughs> solid headbutt. What of them headbutt, that, that would make uh, that will make Mike Tyson proud. <laughs> that headbutt was serious, Jack. Um, and then her and Raquel started fighting. Uh, then Rhea kicked out her knee. Then Raquel had knee problems. So we already knew from there there was planting the seed that they might lose the belts because Raquel was having some knee problems. Uh, in the match, the knee problems did come into effect. And now we have new champions in Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. Mr. Everything, are you happy to see the belts on Chelsea and Sonya? <laughs> what, cat got your tongue? <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense to me, man. It doesn't make any sense to me. It, it really doesn't. Me. Chelsea Green, if she got to have her name announced like that every single time, I, I look. I Chelsea got is the ultimate boy. Karen. I think that's what her character is. I, I she think is the so ultimate too. Karen. Yeah, and and she plays that very very well. Let me speak to your manager, please. Because they, they have, have her manager and say, "Let me right? speak to your manager." They have videos out like that where she's constantly complaining about stuff and everything else. <laughs> even even yeah, after man. even after they won and they had the interview, they still couldn't get it on the same page of being able to say, "Oh yeah, you know, I, I, we won." And then Chelsea's like, "Yeah, but this is what I did, and this is like, I don't okay. Just relax. This gonna be okay." Uh oh, look down in the comments of the best damn nation. We got a 
We got a we got a bell sound over here. Oh man, dinner time. Oh Jesus Christ. That's the wrap it up, but <laughs> right before I do. And I, I did want to talk about one more match that happened on Monday Night Raw, man. That was a really good match. And I I think I would have to uh really acknowledge this. Alpha Academy versus Viking Raiders in the Viking Rules match was a was a really good match. It was, it was a very hard hitting match. Uh I mean, those two teams went out there and and really, really, really put on the show, man. And I was I was excited to see it. I even watched it twice, man, just so I could see some of the moments in there. But if you had had haven't had the opportunity, man, go back and watch that match, man. Chad Gable is a, a monster mm-hmm. on another level. He deadlifted a three hundred and thirty pound man like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then lifted her. I had no help, no assistance, no jumping. Just straight ooh, picked him up and suplexed him, threw him around like he was a baby. Mm-hmm. A big ass baby. Man. Uh so I gotta I had to show some love to Chad Gable and Otis and, and Maxine Dupree. Uh, because they are doing really good with this this character, man. I think they're getting over as baby faces. I uh, thank you. I, I like seeing what they're doing right now. <laughs> so uh, I just had to show some love, man, because even though they've been facing them the last two or three weeks, man, they've been looking really strong, man. So uh, I just had to acknowledge that real quick. But we got two new champions that I got to talk about before we end the show. Uh, I want to congratulate the Impact Women's Champion, uh, I'm not sure if they call it. Is it the knockout women's champion? Yeah. Is she the knockout, knockout champion? Yeah, knockout women's champion Trinity, formerly known as Naomi, uh, from WWE, has won the Impact Women's Championship. Um, I think she looks good with gold on. She belongs with going on. I think that since she's been on the brand, she has been bringing more eyes to impact. I would say social media wise. And there's a lot of people that's been down to impact and impact has some really, really great talent, but I will say that she has definitely put some eyes on that women's division. And uh, now that she has the belt, I want to see what they do with that man. So congratulations uh, with Trinity, I hope that they allow her to have a long, lengthy title reign, man, and they allow her to do some things to really push that division forward and challenge some of the women to to really be better. Because I hear that they have a really good women's division. I don't, you know, uh, I don't know how strong Trinity will be bringing that women's division to where it needs to be, but I, I'm happy to see that she's a champion. Uh, and that going down to impact definitely worked out for her. What you think, Mr. Everything, about uh, Trinity's new championship? Absolutely. Um, anytime you do get a chance to be a champion, it kind of elevates you as a talent, and hopefully she can elevate the title and, like you said, continue to bring more eyes to the product. I have not transitioned <laughs> to checking out impact. I should, but, you know, I, I just haven't um, really had – 
I'm not gonna say I really haven't had anybody that really grabbed my attention. I mean, I have guys like John Scholar down there, Kenny King, who just became the uh the DMC champion. Um, so um there's there's a couple of there's some talent out there that to kind of watch for. You know what I mean? There's some talent to kind of watch for. And Trinity is definitely bringing more eyes to the product, like you said, because of her her namesake and her following and everything else. So congratulations, Trinity, and congratulations to all the new champions on the Impact uh, product. Um, and we'll see what happens from there. Yeah, man. Uh, feel the glow all the way from Impact, man. Uh, congratulations, Trinity. You deserve it, boo-boo. You know what I'm saying? You took a chance on yourself. And it worked. She deserved it. Mm-hmm. She took a chance on herself and it worked out. Yeah, you said she deserved the what? The she, she, she deserved to win that. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I mean, we we sitting here talking about it, so it obviously it worked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I thought you said she deserved the baboon. I was like, what? What's the baboon? What's the what's the baboon? Just what you uh, said. <laughs> I'm not gonna provide no baboon, but you know, I'm pretty sure she does deserve some baboon from her husband. So I hope you get some baboon, girl, some championship baboon <laughs> from from your husband, Jimmy Uso. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, man, congratulations to Trinity. Oh, I can't call this man soggy anymore. You know that me and Dominic have had a long, tumultuous relationship ever since uh, him and his daddy was tag team champions. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I've been calling Dominic Soggy for a little bit over a year. <laughs> um, but this man has just become the NXT North American champion beating Wesley with the aid of the Judgment Day. And now he is holding gold and looking like a champion. Dominic Mysterio is now NXT North American champion. Mr. Everything, I want to get your thoughts and feelings. Oh no, Dom, Dom, Dirty Dom, Dom, pulling off the win against Wesley and winning North American Championship. Uh, honestly, it's 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 a good thing for the Judgment Day. Um, they're going. I think this is going to elevate the whole story behind the Judgment Day. Um, with Rhea being the World Women's Champion and uh, Damian Priest being Senior Money in the Bank. And then uh, Ben Bala uh, vying for the world title. I think it makes a, a really good storyline and, and it draws more attention to the Judgment Day. Um, I'm interested to see what's going to happen between Damian Priest and Ben Bala in terms of the world title. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that, man. Uh Dirty Dom, man. Dirty Dom is out here in these streets, man, looking like a champion, man. Uh, congratulations, Dominic. Let's see what you do with that. I know the last time that the North American Championship left NXT uh, was when Solo Sokoa had it on SmackDown, and he had brought some eyes to the belt, and then 
obviously he had to give it back. So I'm trying to see if they're going to do the same thing for Dominic or is he going to stay down there in NXT? I would prefer for Dominic to stay down in NXT yeah. and then still make main roster appearances, but mainly compete in NXT. I think that the kids down there will make him better. Yeah, absolutely. I think that the kids down there will make him better. He will wrestle at a, at a higher pace. Um, and then he can, you know, bring some of the stuff that he's learned from main roster uh, because he has gotten good. His mannerisms, his his little tics, uh, the things that he says, you know, his he, him being bothered when the crowd boos and so does he starts talking, man. All of these things are, are little things that's really building up his star. And he is the top heel in the company. He has had main event matches the last couple of weeks. Or, or, you know, definitely competing. But, you know, him uh, main eventing on Monday Night Raw with Damian Priest against uh, Sami Zayn and, and KO, although they lost, it was a great match. Yeah, And there was moments where you thought that the Judgment Day was going to pull that off. So uh, I, I was really impressed with Don, man. And now that he is the NXT uh, North American champion, man, I want to see what he does with that, man, and if he can piss people off even more. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, now, the, now the question is <coughs> what now happens with Wesley? Wesley has is a two-time NXT tag team champion and he is now the longest running uh, North American champion although he just lost to Dominic he still holds that title what's next for Wesley? Are they going to push him into the main event picture with Carmelo Hayes, or are they going to bring him over to main roster and do absolutely nothing with him? I'm not sure. <laughs> not sure where it goes. <laughs> I, I'm not sure where it goes. Um, I don't think they really understand Wesley's character, um, but Wesley can really go. I would love to see Wesley and Ricochet team up. That would be dope. I would love to see them go at it. And, and, and just team up, bro. They would be a great tag team. Um, they would be very fast, hard-hitting. Uh, they both have very similar styles, man. Um, but I would love to see them do a tag team kind of situation. Uh, right now, Ricochet has uh, a match on, on, at SummerSlam with Logan Paul, uh, which I think that's going to be a sleeper of a match. We were trying to see uh, if we were interested in that match, LP said that match is going to be dumpster juice, but uh, I think it might be good <laughs> because it's going to be a highlight uh, for highlight kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a highlight for highlight kind of thing, man. So we shall see. Mr. Everything, man, we got to go ahead and uh, – Get it moving, you know what I'm saying? I got to put some food in my belly, and, and you got to pay some bills. So listen, let the beautiful people know what you got going on and where can they find you. Oh, man, several movies in, in production and pre-production, post-production coming out soon. So be on the lookout. Just follow my Instagram, Roosevelt Kanye's LLC. Um, of course, you can catch all the things that I got going on on the best damn wrestling Facebook page because every time I post something, our Supreme Capitan 
always shares all our all our stuff. So uh, appreciate you for always doing that and always being on top of everything. So best damn nation, we appreciate you guys always watching, always supporting. Uh, El Capitan, what you got going on? You're on mute. You're on mute. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a growing trend. This whole thing. I'm just doing what it does, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, got some stuff coming up. Just check on our social medias. Uh, you can follow me on all platforms at Brian Renegade. Just check what I got going on right now. I'm planning a wedding. Uh, you know what I'm saying, brother. Finally, layering up the player boots. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and get there. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, uh, we we got that plan. So uh, that's the only thing that I've been trying to work on, man, is getting all that crazy stuff situated. So, uh, yeah, save me. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, he, man. Said he said it. I didn't say it. He said oh, it. man, that, you know, that, you know how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, just follow me on all platforms at Brian Renegade. Uh, you can also uh, follow um, my latest page, me and my latest page, uh, Renegade and Rio on Facebook, Instagram, uh, and all that jazz just to see what we got going on. Uh, and I do a lot of food reviews and cooking, too. So, man, check out some stuff, what I got going on. We are, you know, if you in the Phoenix area, it's nice out here. It's like it's like Miami in the desert, you know what I'm saying? It's very, you know, what I'm saying that's that's the best way that I can put it. Anything that you can do there, you can do here. Except, you know, it ain't no ocean, but there's plenty of pools around. Uh, the weather stays <laughs> hot 24/7. Right now, it is unbearable. I will have to say, uh, to be honest with you, brother, it has been 116 consecutively for at least five days straight. Well, that's good weather. That's good weather. I like that. I like the sound no, of that. No, 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 no. You did you? No, you did not hear what I said. It has, it has been a hundred and sixteen uh -huh. degrees uh -huh. for five days uh -huh. straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. I love that. I strive. I, I, I excel in heat like that. I love that. I have been sweating out of places I didn't even know I had. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, at least at least you're learning your body more. You all you leave with two thousand parts. I did not know that my goatee could sweat. My <laughs> my goatee, my eyebrows, and my eyelashes produce sweat out here. It is super hot. Um, it's really hard. And then you know, in the house, it's cool. And you know, I work from home, so it's kind of cool throughout the day. But from like four o'clock to like seven, eight o'clock, bro, it is um, I got a wet rag at all times. I'm drinking <laughs> cold fluids at all times. The struggle is real, but I love it out here because it ain't no daylight savings time. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, but man, listen. Mr. Everything, you know how it gets down each and every week. We got to lead the beautiful people with a final word, a word of motivation, a word of advice, a word to get you through your week. Uh, something that's going to be good for you. So, Mr. Everything, 
my preacher, my power, my partner, my friend, do you have a word for the beautiful people? Absolutely. Um, is one that I put on my recent TikTok of my son um, doing the obstacle course at this Ninja Warrior place. Um, follow my TikTok, uh, official Mr. Everything, and check that out. It is, if you don't fall, you never know how to get up. So be okay with falling. Just know that you got the strength to get back up. That's oh, it. Man. That's it. I ain't even got to elaborate on that. That is a beautiful word from the great Mr. Everything. You know, uh, one of the rappers that I follow, uh, his name is Big Crit. He got a song and he was like, you know, the more you walk with God, when you fall, the harder it is to scrape your knee. You know what I'm saying? I thought that was a really great quote, man, and it kind of aligned to what you just said. So don't be afraid to get up. Don't be afraid to fail. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. If you fail, try it again. You know how many stuff I failed at <laughs> before I was good at something? You know what I'm saying? So just keep on pushing. Keep on putting in the work. Keep on grinding because it's making a difference. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Ice Cube just said something recently. If you if you start something and you and you put work into it, and you you can't put in five years of work without seeing nothing, then you don't deserve to have something like that. I'm paraphrasing, but anyway, <laughs> it was a good quote. Trust and believe that. Uh, beautiful people. I think that my word for today. Is try to be the person that you see in your head. Try to be the person that you that you see in your head. I have this this image of how I want to be and how I want to be viewed and how I want to be respected and, and the goals and the aspirations that come with that. But I know that all of that stuff comes with wisdom and time and enjoying the journey of who I am and who I'm developing into and who I want to be. So every day I'm going to try to do something a little bit to try to become that person, that that multi-mogul uh, in my head. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm going to share something with y'all. I, I probably shouldn't, but I'm going to share it with you. But it was something that I wanted to do for myself. I, I I wrote a give it to God list and how I wrote seven things that I wanted on that list that were far fetched and it's definitely achievable. But if I had to depend on myself, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to get it. But if I give it to God, I ain't got to worry about it. You know what I'm saying? All thing I got to do is just work towards put myself in position to be able to receive the things that I want. Mm. On that list, I wrote, I want to own a small town. Why? Because I want to say I own this town. That's it. That's the only reason why. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason why. I want to I want to I want to make it a, 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 a picturesque Mayberry. You know what I'm saying? One of the quaintest cute little towns on on ever. <laughs> why? Just because I want it. <laughs> but my thing for doing that is you have to have faith in yourself. You have to have faith in the provider. 
Uh, and then once you have that faith and you act on that faith, then God will put people around you to be able to accomplish the things that you want. If you are loyal, if you listen, you know what I'm saying? If you strive to be a better person, not to say that you won't face adversity or challenges or obstacles, but you have to put yourself in the best position to be able to receive your blessings. You know what I'm saying? So, Put faith in yourself. Put faith in the man upstairs. And put faith in your journey. And don't be so quick to get to the destination because you don't know everything that it takes once you're there to be able to sustain. That is a word from the great Brian Renegade. Did you like it? Love it? I know you did. It's okay. <laughs> oh man listen we love y'all like clay cousins you can come in and join us on our social medias and check us out you can check us out on instagram at the best damn wrestling podcast you can check us out on our facebook group the best damn wrestling nation you can check us out on our facebook page where we post all of our content on the BD Wrestling Podcast. You can visit us over on Twitter at Best Damn Crew. We got a Twitch page and you can go over there at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And if you want to, you can visit our TikTok at Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And if you want to support the show, the only thing that you have to do is go over to our Patreon www.patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast. For as low as $5, you can support your boys and everything that we got going on. We got behind the scenes episodes. We got brand new episodes. We got shirts. We got cups. We got hoodies. I said hoodies. We got hoodies. We even got best damn wrestling condoms. I wouldn't use them. I wouldn't use them. Unless you want to have a baby. I wouldn't use I'm I'm joking. That's that was a joke. Anyway, you can go to the best damn wrestling podcast Patreon page and support the show. Go to www.patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast. And how that your boys. Oh, one more thing. I'm on cameo now. Victor Andrews yes. is now on cameo. So if you want a uh, personalized video sent to you, family member, got a cousin's birthday is coming twice a year, go to my cameo. It's $25 each. Shoot me a message. Say, hey, want you to say happy birthday to such and such. And I'll switch, do a video and send it personally directly to you. But it's dinner time now. It's dinner time. It's dinner time. It's dinner time. It's time to eat dinner time. Oh, man. Thank you for joining us, beautiful people. Mr. Everything, you are a gentleman and a scholar, sir. Thank you for being on this uh, podcast. 
Beautiful people, we will see you next week. Mr. Everything, can you uh, sign us off? Yes. Beautiful people, till next week, we beat you. I do.